Hey, I got off light. I was at a Christmas party about six weeks ago. This guy falls asleep on the fucking couch. You know, he's on the couch. He's gone. He's drunk out of his fucking mind. His mouth's wide open. These guys get around his face. They pull their dicks out. They put them around his face and take some little Polaroid shots of just his face and the dicks. That's all you see. Now, that's what you want blown up, copied, and handed around the office, you know. A picture of you looking like you've got a dick in your ass. Fucking mouth wide open. Look, look, he's in ecstasy. He loves this. Three dicks in your face. He's just looking at you going, oh. Oh, yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Because it's a very good It's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful podcast. It's a miraculous podcast. It's like the best podcast in the whole wide, wide, wide world. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, G. Simon. I am Harrison. He man, Harrison. Yeah, where were you yesterday? Uh, you know, you, you come into my house. You're wearing your Times Up pin. Yeah, and you don't even show up at the women's march. I'm wearing black. You're wearing all black. Yeah. Where's the solidarity? Hmm. Don't you care? You don't even have the pink hat on. I don't. <laughs> what I don't understand about the pink hat is like, how did they all decide ahead of time last year to wear those hats? I you know. I don't know, but it's if a brilliant like, marketing scheme, though. Because if they, especially if they're like. Hey, everybody wear a pussy hat tomorrow. Everyone would, every single person would have a different interpretation of what that looked like. And they all had the same motherfucking hat. So yeah, they, they must have done, who, who they must came have had that shit that? manufactured like a month ahead of time. I don't get I it. I think it was Urban Outfitters. Yeah. Some, someone came up with this brilliant okay. idea. I think yeah. it would have been, I should have got a. How do you I make sh- them that quickly, man? <sighs> I mean, a lot China. of people knit, but still. I don't know. You know, goddamn. And plus the other thing too. How does, it look like a, how does it look like a pussy? It doesn't. It doesn't. Is it an inside-out pussy? And, it, and if so... Is that what it is? That's some creepy Ed Gein shit right there. It's supposed I to be an inside-out pussy. Yeah, or like if you take a um, you know, plaster of Paris. <laughs> is that... But I is don't it, know. I don't know. Is it shaped? Because it's kind of like a pink hat with two corner... Like yeah. almost. I thought it was like when horns. When does a pussy look like that? I have I no idea. I don't want to say it because I've never said that out loud because I don't want to look stupid. And people are like, well, of course, the pussy... You know... Well, if that, you look at it inside out, of course it looks like that. I said that to Harrison, my girlfriend yesterday. Well, okay, what did so, you say? Long story short, she yeah. was just like, you're obtuse because you don't understand. And I was like, I do understand. It doesn't look like a pussy yeah, how, to me. I've the, seen a lot more pussies the, than you have. What is to under, yeah, what is to understand? She was like, it's, it's what it represents. It's a metaphorical thing. That makes no sense. I exact, I, that makes I, zero I, sense. I'm, yeah, I'm on your camp with this. Okay. But so anyway... Women's March. Yeah. Yes, I went second okay. year in a row. Yeah. Um, not proud of. I'm proud right. of it. You okay. know, it's like I I, mm. I support the movement. Right. You know, go go uh, go women with mm. a Y, not a not an E. Um, but her uh, story. It's yeah. not history. It's <laughs> yeah, her, story. her story. Yeah. I actually uh, was hoping mm. she wasn't going to notice mm. because I, she didn't say anything about mm. it. <laughs> I was talking to her earlier in the week. She was like, so. Yeah. Uh, I was like, hey, what's going on this weekend? She's like, I don't know. I got a photo shoot. And I was like, oh, let's just kind of hang out. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool. Because yeah. I had seen posts about it on Facebook. I yeah. knew what was happening. Mm. I knew what was going on, but she didn't mention it at all. Yeah. So I was thinking, 
awesome. <laughs> I'm not going to have to deal with this. Yeah. And then uh, Saturday we woke mm. up and she's like, hey, let's go to the Women's March. And I'm like, oh, shit. Is mm. that happening today? She's like, yeah. She's like, didn't you know? And I'm like, mm. I didn't know. I had no idea. Mm. Cool. It's, yeah, go hey. vaginas. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> let's go downtown, even though the public transit will be fucking clogged up if it's even working, and it'll be full of a million people. You know, A million like, people. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the f- no. Did no, 600,000 no, no. people showed yeah. up? Something See, like that. I have an excuse because I don't like crowds, but you always go to shit with crowds, so you don't have that excuse. Oh, there's no excuse for me to get yeah, out of this. Yeah. And the other I thing, too. many excuses. It makes me nervous being at this event. Not because, not mm. because like, I'm nervous mm. around the crowds of people. Or I'm nervous because it's like, yo, know, I, I don't want to see all these women being active mm. together and, and mm. promoting their cause. It's just... You walk around, there's a lot of hot girls, mm. but you can't look at any girls mm. for longer than like two seconds because you just kind of glance because the mm. girls are so empowered. Mm. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like being on Wonder Woman's, uh, what is that planet or whatever she lives on? What's that called? That island. Themyscira. Yeah. It's like being on Wonder Woman's island and mm. walking around, you mm. know, with like a no ma'am shirt. You know, from, so they're uh, <laughs> eviscerating Germans? Is that what you're saying? I don't they know. eviscerating Germans? Eviscerating Al Bundy. If I was wearing a no ma'am shirt, okay, remember? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> MGTOW. <laughs> MGTOW, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No ma'am. Um, no, anyway, yeah. I was like walking around. There are a lot of yeah. hot girls. It's L.A., so right. you'll see like tons of models, a lot sure. of girls. There are a lot of girls just topless, and you just kind of have to be like, it's cool, man. I'm not checking you out, even mm. though you're really hot. Right. And wow, God, this is... Okay, no, I'm before the cause. You got to like keep focused on why you're there. Mm. You know, and you can't say anything about like... You can't make any Harvey Weinstein jokes. Right. No Louis C.K. jokes. No, yeah. Don't even bring up Aziz Ansari. Mm. You know, just keep walking okay. and be like, you know, more power. I wish Hillary would have won. Yeah. Um, but what, what's funny about it, it's like half the place mm. is, you know, Me Too and Time's Up and mm. Her Story and signs like that. The other half is like, fuck that orange shit monster. Mm. And it's just like everybody's anti-Trump, mm. which cracks me up because they're like, Trump, I don't know if you saw his Twitter on Saturday, but he was trying to take like credit for the Women's March. Right. So tr Trump posted on Twitter. He What did he say? He said, um... Great day for a women's march. Beautiful day outside. And thank the uh, the Trump White House for giving women you know, more jobs, like supervisory jobs than any other president in history. And being there for all women. And going to pro-life rallies. It's like, mm. no, that's kind of the opposite of what's going on here. Right. And then Huckabee was posting, like, great to see so many women marching to thank the POTUS for the lowest unemployment for women in 18 years and for their bumping tax cut, bumping paychecks for tax cuts and his efforts for Nobody's moms. gotten a bump in whatever. <laughs> and Nobody's for his pro-life policies that right. saves lives. It's like, yeah, all these women are out there marching mm. to thank the POTUS, Huckabee, you dick. Jesus. But all the Republicans were coming up, come forward, and Trump himself just being like, you know, I'm the one that's, that did this for you, so thank you can thank me. It's just like, you're, are you just completely deluded? Yeah. You just don't even want to see reality. But yeah, so anyway, it was like there were a lot of women there. A lot of people marched around. They had a, they didn't have, last year they had bands and stuff. This year they had uh, speakers. Uh, Natalie Portman, she was talking about how um, she was like a victim of a sexual terrorist after mm -hmm. she did the movie Leon, The Professional. Right. When she was like 13. Oh, she had like a weird Hinkley kind of guy coming after her. Yeah, like much writing, like writing about, Foster, uh, huh? writing to her all the time about mm -hmm. how much she loved her. And then she was saying that, movie reviewers would say would comment on her budding breasts 
when she was like 12. I mean, that was a creepy movie in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Dude, that was extremely creepy, that yeah, movie. Yeah, you know? some shit in there, yeah. I mean, it was it was creepy, yeah, but yeah. I think she was saying mm. it was even more creepy the way they were reviewing the movie. Right. And then Scarlett Johansson gets up there, and mm. uh, she was talking about how James Franco mm. is like, he assaulted women, he's part of the problem and I all this. I love it, love but it. Yet, but you know, what, you know what's funny? It's yeah. like, okay, what about Woody Allen? Nothing. Didn't say one word about Woody Allen. She did do, yeah. She did do at least one of his movies. No, she's done like four or five of Has his she? movies. Oh, she even, Woody yeah. Allen said she's like his muse. Mm. You know, it's like, what the fuck? Should you be saying, mm. hey, you know, James Franco, he sexually assaults women. He's a scumbag. Woody mm. Allen, fucking pervert. Mm. You know? I, I, don't get me wrong. Woody Allen, very, very yeah. talented And what man. about Max Landis? You know? No one has mentioned him. You know him. what's funny about Netflix? Netflix does not give a shit. Because they're like that with that guy from that '70s show, raped a bunch of bitches in Scientology. Uh, he's, he's Masterson, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ranch. They're like, we don't give a fuck. Fuck you. Yeah, but they We're canned. They the canned him though. The show is still there. Did they can him? They canned him. Oh, yeah, he's done. Uh, but I think the show is still on the well, air. Every other fucking guy, they don't give a shit. But like Max Landis, they, yeah. you know, he was. Yeah. Uh, people accused him of it yeah. too. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I, I, at the same time, it's like. You know, I, I still think it, there, there's a lot of uh, discussion that needs to happen on this issue. Well, I don't like any of these people being yeah. accused, so I don't give a fuck. You know, yeah. I'm saying more. Let's string them up, baby. String them all <laughs> up because fuck them. I hate them all. Um, but yeah. So anyway, there's a lot of female empowerment at the rally. By the time we got there, it was like around. I don't know, like one o'clock or something. It was kind of, it, it definitely looked like it was slowing down. Mm. Didn't did seem as packed as it was last year, but there were there were a lot of people. And so uh, the funniest one thing- One o'clock, huh? Yeah, I don't get up too late. Um, it started at like 10. It's like, I'm not going to get early, there at fucking man. 10 a.m. Yeah. You know, one o'clock is pushing it for me on the weekend. Uh, but anyway, on the way back, we took the Metro back because you couldn't get an Uber. It was too packed. Mm -hmm. And so we uh, got on the Metro and the- Hands down, this is the funniest thing that happened at the at the women's march. This mm. made the whole trip to the women's march worth it to me. Mm -hmm. um, we get on this train. I was really stoned because mm. we had been just smoking weed. Uh, the girlfriend has a vape pen, so we were like cruising around, mm. smoking weed. And uh, we get on this, and the whole train is just filled with feminists. You know, women that had just been the march, and they all have their signs. You know, ranging from like. You know, kill the ship monster to like, you know, her story and, um, you know, all these like pro feminist women's march rally signs. And so these two that were seen right next to us, one had a sign that said enthusiastic consent. And right. the other girl had a sign that said everything's fine. And it was all like on fire. Kind right. of like, you know, that meme with the dog. No, but. I, it's it's, I, it's one of the most say, popular memes. I don't know how you, you don't know meme, that. I'm just. I'm checking out, you know? Well, okay. Do you know that meme? I'm My mind is fucking miles away, buddy. Well, 99% of okay. everyone out there knows this yeah. meme because right. they've been on the internet at least more than twice. I don't really use Facebook anymore. Well, so, so anyway, it's a yeah. fucking meme of a dog sitting in a room that's on fire and Great. it's like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, but so the, she had a sign that said, everything's fine. It was on, on fire. Mm. And so we're sitting there like it's kind of hanging out. Next stop, this... Uh, a homeless guy gets mm. on one with a bike, like a really shitty bike that mm. I don't know if he stole it or whatever, but it's just like a shitty bike with a garbage bag attached to it with like all of his belongings, I imagine. And he gets on, he's like maybe a 60 year old black dude. He's got sunglasses on, smelled like just old cigarettes and crack. Okay. <laughs> but he was like sitting there and he like looks over, he's like, 
wow, what's going on out here? And uh, the, the girl that was sitting down with the sign that's enthusiastic consent was like, oh, it's the Women's March. And he's like, Women's March? I get it. That's why y'all got signs. All right. All right. That's cool. That's cool. So what, what's, what's the sign mean? And she's like, well, it's, it's, um, it, it says everything's fine. And she, he's like, yeah, but everything's not fine. And so then she proceeded to explain to him mm. what the what the meme meant. Yeah. And he's like, the meme? And she's going into detail. Like She's like, yeah, so if you're on the internet, you can look at memes. And memes <clears throat> are a way to comment about, you know, it's, it's a funny thing. She's like, so it's a web comic about a dog in a kitchen. Everything's on fire. And he's saying it's fine. But it's not really fine. He's like, I, I don't get it. It's not fine if, it's on, if he's on fire. Is he burning? And she was like, well, no, well, yes, he's in the kitchen. He's probably also on fire, but that's why he's saying it's fine because it's not fine. The dude had no concept of meme, no concept of webcomic, and no concept of irony. I think they call that Sarah Lawrence explaining. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what this yeah. was. I was like, this is a great example of, <laughs> of a word I learned like two months ago <laughs> called intersectionality. That this was intersectionality. This intersectionality. And it was, I was sitting there trying so hard not to laugh. I had to like bite my lip. And my girlfriend's trying not to look at me. And we're just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I'm just waiting for her to like go into, well, there's also a meme called Double Rainbow. And then start explaining like the nuances of lolcats. Yeah. Like the guy was just like, he did not get it. And then he looks over at the other girl's sign. And he's like, all right, well, what's your sign? And she's like, well, it says enthusiastic consent. And he's like, I don't get that for what? And she's mm. like, well, if, if you're going to have sexual intercourse with a woman, mm. you should have enthusiastic consent. He's like, for intercourse? And he was like, <laughs> it was like so beyond him, this whole concept of this whole thing. And he's like, well, that's the problem with all you females. You're giving me mixed messages. I don't know what you want. And I was like, wow, this is probably the worst time to have this conversation. And there were just a was bunch it on of the red angry, line. Yeah, the red line is <laughs> to going towards any North Hollywood. Terrible conversation you could have will happen there because well, you're not supposed to talk to anyone on that train. No, you put your you headphones do, on. A fight will break out and then they'll stop the train and you'll have to get off and the cops come and it's a whole thing. And you'll be sitting there for 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like th this, do not engage. This with guy anyone. was just surrounded by a bunch mm. of very angry feminists that, right. are, that were just empowered and ready mm. to like, I don't know, mm. eviscerate the guy. Mm. And he's just sitting there saying this. And I kind of wanted to stay on the train past my stop to see how this was going to unfold. Mm. Like I was like, I wonder how this is going to play out here. But we were at my stop. So we just left. But as soon as I got that train, I was dying. Hmm. I mean, I, I guess I've never tried to explain what a meme is to a homeless guy. Right. You know, I don't think yeah. they can get it. Well, irony is a literary device. And uh, this sign is, is a statement on the deconstruction <laughs> of that device, you see. Okay. Yeah, he was. Uh, mm. Yeah, he was not. He was not under. He was not grasping the concept of irony or internet meme. Hmm. And and these two girls were just like I don't know. They're probably like mid twenties, cute with their little signs. Mm. Yeah, it, it didn't really make much sense. Although I gotta say, there were a lot of dudes. There were a lot of like what looked like homeless guys pulling signs out of garbage cans and then trying to sell the signs to people that were attending the rally. <laughs> I really, yeah, when you started saying that to me earlier, I was like, shit, I should have gone and sold some t-shirts or something. You well, know? at least you would have made this. I mean, yeah. these guys were just pulling mm. signs out of the garbage and then mm. walk around being like, I got signs. Mm. I got some signs if you want them. 
one dollar <laughs> i was like because my girlfriend didn't have a sign i was like you could probably buy a sign from that fine gentleman over there he's a sign purveyor um but yeah i mean there's a very entrepreneurial spirit amongst the homeless hmm. you know when you're when you're downtown well um, the spirit of irony is alive today when you see it in greek tragedy what <laughs> huh. but yeah you know it's uh Trump uh, was definitely taking credit there for the Women's March. Um, God, that guy's had a, had a busy week this week. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, there's a government shutdown going on right now. Mm. I mean, he's got to be loving that. What about earlier in the week, the Gerther conspiracy? Right. That was pretty hilarious. Yeah, I didn't really understand that because I was like, well, what if he was obese? So what? We've had fucking fat presidents before. Well, the fact, the fact that it is, is he's lying about it. Yeah. If he was owning it, it's like, yeah, I'm a fat motherfucker. Fuck mm. you. Like yeah. Chris Christie. Mm. And start shoving like six hot dogs in my face. People would be like, all right, he's just a big fat politician. But mm. Trump tries to lie about it by saying oh, he's yeah. like six foot three and like, you know, one pound away from being obese. So I'm not quite obese yet. Mm. And, then, and I think that's where everyone thought it was funny. The vanity is weird. Well, the I mean, vanity is weird because like one of the, 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 the things that's, you know, tolerable about getting older is you can let go of vanity the older you get. Well, you know, Trump. I enjoy that. But it's like, how do you get to be 70? And you're like, not, you know, Jesus well, I mean, Christ. Doesn't he, didn't he have to like buy some kind of like My God. interstellar organism to be implanted in his head for hair? I, yeah, I, mean, I don't know where the, that came from. <laughs> yeah, it's he stole the alien symbiote from Spider-Man <laughs> yeah, after that, it became Venom. I think that's and what it is. Now it's wispy his, his and it's that beautiful yeah, hair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so Trump mm. actually had a medical exam this week to put rest to any questions about his fitness. Mm. And the White House physician there, Dr. Ronnie Jackson, mm. was appointed by... G.W. Bush and was mm. Obama's physician. So mm. the Democrats claiming that there's some conspiracy here is kind of off base, if you ask me. Yeah, because they were like, look, if he's so out of shape, how could he be fucking Hope Hicks on the regs? Am I right, <laughs> fellas? Yeah. But the results of the checkup, which measured Trump at six foot three mm. and 239 pounds, are being contested online by a conspiracy movement of girthers, mm. which is funny. It's a callback to the whole birther conspiracy. Okay. Um, Trump described himself as six foot three, but his license lists him at six foot two. Hmm. And then there's pictures of him standing next to Obama, hmm. who's six foot one, and Obama looks clearly taller. Yeah. So uh, there's there's something going on there. I'm six foot three. I'm about two hundred ten, fifteen pounds or so. You know. So yeah, but you look a lot more fit than Trump. Yeah. I mean, uh, but I started running again. You know, that's fucking hard. Let me tell you. Jesus. Do you wear like jogging pants? Do you have like I do. jogging I have outfit? track pants. Wow. That I, that I got from a guy who stabbed me in Glasgow. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, what's your BMI? Do you know? I have no idea. I'd like to Is that I where like, a, a so, doctor pinches your fucking belly? I think they pinch something? like the fat on your arm oh, or something. Okay. But yeah. so you and Trump are, are the same height, according to Trump. You're yeah. six foot three. Yes. Trump's six foot three. Right. Trump weighs 239, you mm. weigh 215. Yeah. You seem to carry it a lot better than Trump. Okay. And that's, well, that's, and that's yeah. the whole thing with the, the Gerther conspiracy is they're saying that, uh, and it, you know, they're saying that there's no way that he could be 239 at 6'3". He's probably 6'1 and about, what, 280, I imagine. All I know is this entire week I've just been imagining him running around in his tidy whities and I'm just, I'm not... 
I don't like it. You know, I'm not. Well, that, that's my favorite scandal from mm. this week. Yeah. The scandal that no one really gives a shit about because mm. it's just kind of like that behavior is expected from that man. Yeah, yeah. But Stormy Daniels, the mm. porn star, also uh, her real name is Stephanie Clifford, um, his alleged ex-mistress, is uh, she's so she's uh, she did an interview back in 2011 with In Touch magazine, and that interview was published this week. But prior to that, the the Wall Street Journal, I guess last week, said that uh, Trump's lawyer paid her like $130,000 in hush money from a shell company and made her sign an NDA so she couldn't do an interview about their relationship that I guess they had like in the mid-2000s prior to the election. Right. And now she's like coming forward saying that like, oh, nothing, you know, nothing happened. You know, it's like uh, Trump is always just a gracious, good man. But, I mean, it's obvious that something did happen. And the, and the affair, they say, that took place was in 2006, right after Barron was born. Hmm. You know, the young autistic kid. Right. Is everyone, he autistic? Everyone, is he autistic? Yeah, he's like fucking Rain Man, that kid. Is he? Yeah, but you, have you heard him speak? No. No what one's he, heard him speak. He, oh, oh, okay. But, dude, he's a wonder with numbers. Maybe he just has a weird... Is he? He can count cards like nobody's business. Okay. Yeah, take him down to the just casino. Make it shit up. <laughs> Uh-oh, fart. Isn't that just something Rosie O'Donnell said or something? That he's autistic? And like, okay. I don't know. There's something yeah. weird. There's something off about that I'm kid. I'm sure there is. You I know. Think about it. You got I mean, Donald Trump's sperm. And I don't even yeah. know what Melania is. Mm. I mean, Slovakian alien. I have no idea. <laughs> Something. Yeah. And she was older too when the kid was born. Like she mm. was over forty, and Donald Trump's like in his sixties. Mm. Something's going on there. Yeah. But anyway, Stormy Daniels uh, signed an NDA, and she didn't do any interviews. This is like in October 2016, before the election. And she previously denied claims of an extramarital affair, even after the Wall Street Journal reported that he paid her 130 grand through her lawyer to prevent the story from getting out. Hmm. Trump's lawyer said these rumors have circulated time and time again. But President Trump once again vehemently denies any relationship with Miss Daniels. And then uh, Miss Daniels, Stormy Daniels, read a statement prepared prepared by Cohen, the lawyer, saying, my involvement with Trump was limited to a few public experiences and nothing more. He's a gracious professional and complete gentleman to me. Hmm. So yeah. uh, she's not saying anything about hush money. Hmm. She's saying it was completely false. But it's they've already proven it. Yeah. It is true. But the funny thing about it is there's no way for him to prevent this story from coming out because it's already been published. So this is great for her because it's like she doesn't break the NDA. No. Right? And she like no one's thought about her since like 2004. You know, well, and that's a, that's so the thing. Like She's writing this fan. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. and plus there's been other porn stars that have corroborated. Uh, what's her name? Jessica Blake, I think, is one. There's been other porn stars that have corroborated the story, hmm. but Trump's still denying it all. And the, the fact of the matter is, he can deny it. He can own it. I mean, I think he should own it because I think a lot of his base would be like, "High five on President's fucking porn stars," right? Because, you know, they actually, I think, would be impressed by it. Yeah, nobody would give a shit. And the evangelicals have cognitive dissonance about it. They're mm. just like, no, we know it's wrong, but he was doing it for Jesus. Mm. Like, I heard, uh, I think, Billy Graham or one of those evangelicals was on TV saying, like, Trump gave her the $130,000 to get her out of the porn lifestyle and to embrace Jesus. Because mm. I'm sure that's what happened. Yeah. Um, Look, give me a hundred. I'll fucking embrace Jesus. <laughs> You know, I'll do fucking DP with Jesus if you give me that much money. Jesus Christ, come on. So here are some funny details. From, there are a lot of funny details in the story. I'm going to gloss over some of my favorites here. All right. So what happened is 
Trump met Daniels at in Lake Tahoe, Nevada at a golf tournament. And I guess she was at like a, a booth for promoting Wicked Pictures, the Wicked Porn Company, I guess. Mm. Um, so she met him on the golf course and then uh, she like, I guess he, she gave him a gift, pa- gift package. And so he invited her out for dinner. <laughs> I like how porn changes so quickly that anything from more than five years ago sounds like you're talking about ancient Macedonia, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, were there companies that yeah. ran porn, not yeah, just yeah, yeah. tube sites? Yeah. I, thought it was, I thought just Pornhub owned all porn. Right. Now, actually, we used to be Vivid Video, used to be one, you know, Burning Angel, Wicked Pictures. Um, but so she says that uh, both... She and Trump were sober at the time of the encounter. Mm. So they're both sober. She doesn't recall what they had for dinner that night, but she does remember that neither one of them drank. And this is kind of interesting. I I didn't didn't know that Trump... So Trump's totally sober. He says that... I didn't uh, know that. He doesn't drink. His late older brother, Fred, Mm. uh, died of alcoholism at the age of 43, and that's why Trump doesn't drink. Right. So I never knew that. Um, but she said that he has his own brand of vodka and so she was, she kind of joked with him like, aren't you mm. going to drink your vodka? And he's just like, no. Mm. So I guess I don't drink. Uh, she says that their intercourse that they had was textbook generic and they didn't use protection in part because she's allergic to latex. I've heard that before. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But I guess uh, what she was saying is she went up is to- Is anyone actually allergic to latex? Uh, yeah, I've, I've had chicks tell me that before. I've, and I'm I've like, had really? one girl that I okay. that uh, I had to get yeah. like sheepskin condoms. Mm. Sheepskin condoms. Have you ever had those? It's like you, no. you might as well put a wool sock on your dick. You feel nothing. Is it really? Oh, Is it's that, terrible. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeesh. But uh, it, anyway, Stormy Daniels was saying that uh, she went to Trump's room for the date, and he just greets her in his PJs. Because mm. I guess his bouncer, he always has his bouncer, and that's he won't give out his phone number. He'll give out mm. the bouncer's phone number, and right. he'll deal with it. Or his, his bodyguard, Fred. And so Fred lets her in. Trump's just in his PJs watching Shark Week. And so they end up, like, hanging out, and then... Uh, and, like, ordering room service. And she said she got up to go to the bathroom, and she came back out. Trump was like already on the bed and being like, let's, let's do this. Hmm. And she was just like, ugh, I guess here we go. Yeah. And I guess he's like pawing at her. And then at one point he was chasing her around the room in his tidy whities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a great mental and image. And the weird thing is like all of this sounds like cheesy billionaire behavior. None of this sounds like, oh my God. You know, like, so what? You know, why do people bother denying it? Like, fuck you. You know? <laughs> she says that, uh, it was kind of in the moment. She was talking about the decision not to use a condom. And I was really kind of upset about it because I am like so careful. Um, hmm. She said that she only usually did condom only porn, which I find hard to believe. Yeah, I do But too. given that she's allergic to latex, she usually used non-latex condoms, but she didn't have any on her at that time. Hmm. And Trump didn't even care, which is kind of funny. But I mean, if, if you think about it, you're, the odds are you're probably safer with a porn star than a regular girl. Who's willing to Who's willing to come fuck you the first night you meet her? Because porn stars get tested what once a week, probably. Yeah. And a regular woman who's willing to fuck you that you just met her that day at the golf tournament, who knows what she might have? Yeah, but who you don't know what can happen in testing. a week. A lot can happen in a fucking week, you know. Jesus, that is true. Yeah. But I think if I, you know, if I was to to wager there, I think I'd probably, you know, I'd probably put my money on. Uh, on the girl like that if I was gonna doesn't fuck do porn. A porn chick for some reason, and she's like, well, I just fucked Donald Trump without a condom. I'd be like, yeah. 
get tested. Yeah, let's meet up later this week. But isn't that true, though? A lot of old dudes just don't care about STDs. Which I find hard to believe, but I think it's kind of true. Like, I've heard, uh, like, in nursing homes, mm. you know, a lot, of, uh, a lot of old people get um, contract, like, different venereal diseases because they just don't care about it. They don't yeah. use protection. It's hard enough to put on a condom when you're fucking my age. You know what I mean? <laughs> so when you're, like, It's 70? like, I put it on wrong and up. That's, you know, time to forget it, you know? So but when you're fucking 70, you don't have the time. Who has the time, man? You know? Uh, I, I Jesus guess. Christ. He probably just doesn't even care. Yeah. Um, Daniels claims that Trump never mentioned his wife, aside from telling Daniels, don't worry about her. And so she never actually met the lady in person. Uh, when asked what she thought about having an affair with a married man, Daniels said, I don't know. Karma will always bite you in the ass. She said, at the time, I didn't think that much about it. But now that I have a baby that's the same age as his was at the time, because Baron was only four months old when they began the affair, <laughs> she's like, I'm like, wow, what a dick. Okay. <laughs> now that I have, have a baby that's the same age as him, I thought that, that's what you're going to say. Like some kind of weird <laughs> Merlin Benjamin Button scenario, you know? They're even funnier, though. Trump kept this relationship alive with her, like offering her keys to condos and throwing her a bone with like, I'm going to get you on the Celebrity Apprentice. You're so brilliant and smart. Mm. And everyone thinks you're, you know, a dumb blonde mm. porn star, big tits, but you'll prove them wrong. And so she was thinking that like, hey, I'm going to be on the Celebrity Apprentice. So he would call her all the time. Mm. And her boyfriend knew about the affair, but didn't mm. know that they had had sex. Hmm. And so she said whenever uh, Trump would call, she knew about the affair, but didn't know they had sex. Knew about that, their ongoing relationship, but didn't know that they had actually had sex. I don't any of that. I don't know. Second. I mean, maybe he thought she was just hustling. But he's like, you know, that's the thing, too. It's like a lot of sh like porn star boyfriends are also the managers. You know, it's just like, this is my girlfriend. She does this, and I'm her manager. But how many times are you going to fucking talk to Stormy Dan Daniels without fucking her, you know? <laughs> Why are you hanging what, out with what, her if you're not you, fucking her? What are you talking about, Proust? For fucking <laughs> yeah. three months before you guys fuck or something? Come on. After they had had sex, Trump asked her to sign a copy of her DVD. Because I guess he had a DVD from the gift bag. He was like, hey, can you sign this, sign this for me? What's a DVD? <laughs> <laughs> Some um, of the dinner topics included the adult film industry. I guess he was mm -hmm. really curious about that. Mm -hmm. He was asking all sorts of, not about sex, but about like how it works. How the business functions. Hmm. Maybe he's going to look into it. Apparently, he talked a lot about his fear of sharks. Um, she, <laughs> she says the strangest thing about that night was you could see a television from the little dining room table, and he was watching Shark Week, and he was watching a special about the USSS, or the USS, is some ship that sank, so the worst shark attacks. Right, that's like, the one from Jaws. Is it? Where, where uh, the guy is describing like when he was in the Navy and the ship went down. The he's like, it's like, he's like, yeah. He had black eyes like a doll's And they eyes. just picked one yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's that? The USS. <laughs> and um, he was like the worst shark attack. He's obsessed. Yeah. He, said, he, was, he said, I donate to all these charities and I would never donate to any charity that helps sharks. I hope all sharks die. <laughs> I hate them. You think if you have dinner with him, he's just talking about whatever the fuck he watched earlier that, you know? I think that's pretty much it. He's like, I tell you, I don't know why they have an NCIS. But then How he many crimes <laughs> happen in the Navy that they need an NCIS? That's crazy. I don't get it. But then he was showing you know? her uh, Forbes magazine had him on the cover. Mm. And so he was like showing her this mm. and then made her roll it up and spank him with it. <laughs> 
spank his <laughs> phlebitis ridden ass. Okay. Um, he did. Glad keep, I'm thinking about that. Uh, throughout the year after that, uh, he kept calling her and promising he'd make it happen so for her to get on the Celebrity Apprentice, but never ended up actually happening. He said that uh, he tried to bring it up, but it got vetoed. And then they brought Jen, Jenna Jameson on the show instead. And uh, he, right. he called her. He's like, she's a bimbo. You're so much better. But uh, hmm. Daniel's already kind of upset at that point. This is my favorite thing that uh, was revealed in the interview. Trump told Daniels that he believed his wealth and his power are linked directly to his hair. Okay. When the two were engaging in banter prior to the sexual encounter, she at one point asked him about his infamous enigmatic hairstyle. He said that if he cut his hair or changed it, he would lose all of his power and wealth. She said she started laughing when he said that. Okay. He thought it was funny too. So yeah. Do you think he's just making a biblical illusion there? Yeah. You know? You know. But, th but then I think the symbiote theory might come into play here. Because maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a Russian-made symbiote. Oh, shit. You yeah. think? Uh -huh. And you cut that thing off, and he's nothing they, but a naked old man. It. They're the only motherfuckers that still go to space. Elon Musk, every time that idiot tries to go to space, he fucking his shit blows up, and he looks like an idiot. The Russians, are still they still got a space they, station. They're going up there all the time, you know? It's like uh, J. Jonah Jameson's son, you know, was an astronaut. He came down, brought the fucking symbiote with him. But only it's Russian guys. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, you never know. I yeah. mean, they probably found, they probably stumbled upon mm. some wispy blonde alien with like luxurious mm. hair. And then they took it and they found out it's actually an organism, a creature. Yeah. A creature made of evil. And that's what's on his head. I don't, you know, I don't think it's actually true that he would lose any, you know, people, he's like an old gross rich guy, you know? Yeah. People like, I think he would look really, like Roger Ailes. He would. Don't you yeah. think if they yeah. just took his hair, if he like shaved that thing off? It wouldn't really help, you know? Do you, do you remember, I'm surprised she didn't say this. She didn't get into any, any details like what his genitals look like. Mm. But do you remember the woman... One of the, one of the women that Roger Ailes raped or molested or whatever, she was like a she was on some show in like the seventies or eighties because that guy had been for generations just preying on women. Yeah, um, Roger Ailes the uh, the used to be the head of Fox Fox News. Um, He's so, also the Gamorian guard at Jabba's palace. The, the pig, <laughs> the green now. pig guard. He played that. He was a, he was a cameo that he did. But I, can't, I don't know if it was Gretchen Carlson mm -hmm. or Megan Kelly. One of them was mm -hmm. saying when they were younger, they first started the sh they started uh, at the at the station. He uh, he called him into her off into his office, and he was sitting there. He just pulled his dick and balls out of his mm -hmm. pants, and they she said his balls looked like crushed hamburger meat. Right. <laughs> you could probably say that about a lot of balls. Good old you know? hamburger balls. Right. But yeah. they're not like red. How many people's mm -hmm. balls are like red and chunky? Most white people, I'd say. They're probably red. Pink. pink do you think pink. Donald Trump's got like pink hamburger balls? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I firmly believe that. I have to believe that in order to keep going on. Living. Chef Boyardee nuts. Yeah. Um, she said one of the main reasons she spoke out to In Touch was because she heard from a friend that Trump had been publicly bashing adult film stars. Um, I guess someone had asked him about... Uh, that he had had relations with a porn star around the same time. And he said he would never be associated with someone like that. It's disgusting. Mm. And then she heard this and she was pissed. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. So what she said, she, this, this is a great quote. 
Like I said, if I was his wife and I found out that my husband stuck his dick in a hundred girls, I'd be less mad about that than the fact that he went to dinner and had like this ongoing relationship. Hmm. So I, I don't know. What do you think Melania would be more upset with? Trump banged a hundred girls or that he's kind of has a quasi relationship with a porn star. I don't know what that creature thinks. Have you seen her face? <laughs> Try to imagine. What I don't think she cares about anything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she cares. I, I, you know, mark my words here. I think she's going to pull a <laughs> Phil Hartman on yeah. Trump. And one, so she's finally something. One of these horrible things that that man does. You ask her, she'll be like, I grew up in an old refrigerator. I don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think, I think she's going to snap. Like, he's going to do something, she's going to snap, and mm. she's going to, like, bash his head in with, like, a, on a White House paperweight or something. Mm. Like a stapler. I don't okay. know. Yeah. And then she's going to reach breaking point. Mark my words. Because you look at that, like, thousand-yard stare that that woman has. Yeah. You know, she's stealing herself because, like, I am with a orange, disgusting, boorish man. And, yes, it's fine that he says these mm. her- terrible things about women. Yes, it's fine that he can't. She doesn't give a shit about like poor immigrants or whatever. God, that it, must be a really interesting prenup too. The yeah, lawyers that that, that guy has, like you think, like imagine the kind of prenup that he had put together for her. God. Because otherwise, why not just leave him? You know, she can't probably. It's probably this crazy prenup. I bet she has her family destroyed or right, something. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what will happen. <laughs> yeah. Come murder your family. But Stormy Daniels, though, is cashing in on all this uh, newfound fame because no one's given a shit about her since what? Like 2006, probably. Yeah, yeah. Since that they, uh, she was in In Touch magazine. So right now she's doing, she just kicked off the Making America Horny Again tour. Mm -hmm. And she's just hitting up all the different uh, strip clubs. And you can uh, see she's like, you know, doing like a uh, guest spot on these strip clubs. So there's a video of her uh, at the uh, South Carolina club. And uh, (laughs) she's passing out flyers that says, he saw her live. You can too. Mm. So uh, good on you there, Stormy Daniel. Even though nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing Come happened on, at all. So Shark I don't week. know. You should go. You know, if Stormy Daniels is around here, I wouldn't mind trying to get her on the show. Maybe go see her. If she was at Jumbo's, I'd go check it out. Yeah. She probably wouldn't go to Jumbo's. Would you yeah. actually, would you go to, you hate Jumbo's. Would you I go don't. to Jumbo's? No. Not to see Stormy Daniels? No. I don't care. <laughs> Why would I care? Would you go to see good old hamburger balls if Roger Ailes like had his nuts on stage? If he was dressed like the guard from Jabba's Palace, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Anyway, yeah. anyway people out there, you should go to the Making America Horny Again tour. Yes. And uh, yeah, go uh, go talk to go get a lap dance from mm. Stormy Daniels. Uh, people's episode six eighteen here. Sick and wrong. We have uh, news coming up next, and we have uh, phone calls after that. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. 
So the first story we got here has been all over the news. Mm-hmm. This is a doozy, this one. This is a big one. This is a big story, and it's in California. Mm. I don't know where Paris, California is, but it's not that far from here. I think it's like Riverside County. Right. Um, captive children suffered years of abuse, starvation, and cruelty by parents. Yeah. Have you seen a picture of these parents? I have. This guy's hair is amazing. He looks like Emo Phillips. Yeah, it's like Emo Phillips hair. Yeah. He looks, yeah, it's like, what is that, like Dutch boy haircut? Yeah. Prince Valiant or whatever? Prince Valiant, yeah. Yeah, it's a Prince Valiant cut. Uh But it's, it's so bizarre. Mm. I couldn't even imagine. And the, the, the weirdest thing about this guy, mm. it's like you look at it, you're like, oh, these guys are some crazy backwoods Christians. And they're insane. Mm. No, this dude's like a fucking engineer working at Northrop Grumman. Like he's mm. like a network, senior network engineer. He's probably making like 150K a year. Where is that? That's like Northrop Grumman. They do like defensive military stuff. Is that Pasadena? Like, yeah, probably in Pasadena and Riverside. That's all those kids there. I was fucking, well, I had to, when I worked at Santa Claus. Probably I had all the, the kids of engineers who work in defense. Those well, you, fucking you probably didn't see these kids because these kids were shackled to their beds. <laughs> I still, even if I had, I bet they would have been dicks. I bet they would have been dicks. You know, fuck them. Um, David Turpin, 57 years old, and Louise Turpin, 49, were arrested on mm. charges of torture and child endangerment after their children were found Sunday at their home. Mm. Officers described the residence as dark and foul-smelling. Mm. Yeah, much like your apartment. <laughs> uh, the Turpins both entered not guilty pleas on all counts. Um, the children were rescued after one of their kids, a 17-year-old girl, allegedly escaped through a window and called 911. Hmm. Uh, responding officers said the teen was slightly emaciated and appeared to be only 10 years old. Okay. You know, my cat has no complaints about my apartment and the way it smells. <laughs> I'll just have you all know. Mm-hmm. Is your cat shackled to a bed? <laughs> Shitting in a bucket. Well, I guess kind of technically. Yeah, technically yeah. shitting in a bucket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With some gravel in it. Uh, the DA here, um, district attorney, Mike Hestron, he called the teen that escaped the bright spot in this tragic story. Hmm. To think she mustered the courage under those circumstances. Maybe as a testament to the human will, <laughs> the will to survive. Easy there. Jesus, okay, dude. Getting dramatic, yeah, yeah. man. it on heavy. It's nice like soundbite, buddy. M. Night Shyamalan movie or yeah, something. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, the depraved details are still coming out, but here's some of them. The abuse intensified when the family moved from Texas to California. The victims reported that the punishment started many years ago with their parents tying them up, first with ropes. When one victim was able to escape the ropes, they began using chains and padlocks. That's yes. a lot of chains of padlocks. 13 kids. Well, I, can, I tell you, I can get on any rope work. With me, you got to use chains and padlocks. I'm going yeah, to get out of a chain. Yeah, rope. Yeah. I know how to get out of any rope work. I can do it. Do you Shibari, think they had um, if they, Yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah. a manacle would work. Manacle like I'm talking sense. old school, like right. Tower of London shackles, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. The punishments lasted weeks or months at a time. Hmm. Uh, the victims weren't allowed to even go to the bathroom. Okay. So I don't know. No wonder if it smells so foul in there. And they're only allowed to shower once a year. So we, hey. I don't know if they just had shower day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Paris is like, this actually sounds like paradise. <laughs> Where's this hotel? Can you is imagine this a resort? <laughs> the layers of slime you'd have on you if you didn't shower for a whole year. I'm, I'm just trying to like envision what this place must have smelled like because they never left their home. Mm. Like they weren't allowed to go outside. 
Like they mm. just stayed in the house. Yeah. And they're homeschooled. So they didn't even go to a school. Mm. If the children washed their hands above the wrist, they were accused of playing in the water and were chained up. None of them have ever seen a dentist and they haven't been to a doctor in over four years. Yeah. Jesus. I'm going to the dentist for the first time in like five years this week. I'm very nervous. Oh, you haven't been in five years? Yeah, my teeth are real bad. Have you in good shape at all? Are you in like, do you have like dental pain right now? Yeah. You're like, oh shit, that sucks. Yeah, it's going to be not bad. It's going to be not The the worst thing about the dentist too is it's fucking expensive. Mm. Well, I have Dental. Oh, you do have Dental. It's going to be bad. It's going to be real bad. Are you going to that Russian dentist right by the Ralph's, by where we used to live? Yeah. Oh, good luck with that, yeah, dude. That was yeah. my old dentist. Oh, really? I used to be on the dentist HMO plan okay. at my work, and that mm. was if they assign you a dentist. Yeah. I switched to a PPO so I could choose my own fucking dentist because fuck mm. that dentist, dude. Mm. She, it's You're going to go in there. She's got like mm. archaic medieval instruments mm. that are all like rusty and old. I imagine it's the same instruments that they use to torture these kids. Mm. But uh, no, they're like, I went in and it's, you know, you, you go into this place. Everyone's speaking Russian. Hmm. It's like in a strip mall next to a Ralph's. And you sit down and they just kind of come up. They don't even say anything to you and just kind of shove these instruments in your mouth. My dentist now is kind of over in Larchmont Village. It's like a state-of-the-art office. Hmm. He's got like this fucking laser tooth cleaning device. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I don't even know what Larchmont Village is. It's like a, kind of over by West Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, but like it's like night and in. day going okay. to a low-income dentist to like hmm. a... I'm not a high income, but well, like look, a regular I'm poor. dentist. What do you people want? I'm you just know? saying good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> take yeah. a lot of, like, I don't know, opioids or something. I got to take something, yeah. God, I hate the dentist, though, mm. anyway. doesn't matter if it's like a fancy dentist or a shitty one. It still sucks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, these kids uh, had never seen a dentist, so I couldn't even imagine. I just imagine it's like an English smile that's going on there. Mm-hmm. Smile of an Englishman. And they'd the never been to a smile of an Englishman. <laughs> mm. The big book of British smiles yeah. going on here. But this is the worst. This is the worst. This is pure torture right here. The parents would buy food, including pumpkin pies. Mm. Pumpkin pies. And they would leave it on the counter and let the children look at it, but not eat it. I'd be fine with that because I don't really like pumpkin pies. So. Yeah, but mm. I mean, you're starving, <laughs> chained to your bed. Oh, yeah. Shitting mm. in a bucket, mm. haven't taken a shower in like almost a year because you only get one shower day a year, and then your parents have this like apple pie mm. or a pumpkin pie sitting there, and you're not allowed to eat it. God, that to me that's just like masochism there. Supposedly, home sadism. Or, yeah, or or sadism. sadism. I mean, yeah. to me, it's sadism, not masochism. Yeah, either one, whatever. <laughs> Easy to mix them up. <laughs> Same shit. To me, it yeah. is sadism okay. right there yeah. at its worst. <laughs> Supposedly, homeschooled. The children lacked even basic knowledge of life. Many of the children didn't even know what a police officer was. When a 17-year-old was asked if there were medication or pills in the home, he didn't even know what, a medi- he didn't even know what medication was. Hmm. So they were homeschooled? By what? Yeah. I don't even know. Probably the Bible. Um, Daddy, what are all these blue man groups doing in here? <laughs> Those are police. Hun- they're what? They don't know what they are. Did you ever know any homeschool kids? Yeah. Really? They're all weird, creepy religious people, you know? In your, like, in your neighborhood or something? Yeah, my neighborhood. I never, They're like I the never Flanders kids kind of people, you know? Why is it always Christian? Jews never homeschool their kids. No, they don't. Maybe, maybe the you crazy Orthodox, would. maybe the yeah. crazy Orthodox, like black hat, like spinning the chicken around, those kind of Jews might. Yeah. But 
even then they usually have like a yeshiva that they go to it's Something. like a jew school yeah yeah but you always hear like these crazy like mm. devout christian people like the, mm. the obsessive cr- cr- maniac christians mm. that do the homeschooling unless you're like fucking geniuses you probably shouldn't educate your children yourself you know Unless you're a goddamn genius. I just don't know. I mean, like, how how are you a teacher? How is this woman a teacher? Mm. You know, it's just, uh, I think, are there, I wonder if there's, like, if uh, L.A. County, if your kids are homeschooled, if they do, like, special, like, check-ins on you. Or do they, like, oh, you're homeschooled. That's fine. Let Jesus teach your kids. Like, how do you know that the kid's being properly homeschooled? Because, obviously, if someone showed up at this house, they'd have been like, God damn, it smells like shit in here. Yeah, what's the curriculum here? You know? Yeah, I mean, did you people check up on that? I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, from after lunch, we have um, about two hours of pumpkin pie looking 101. That's a class. You just look at a pumpkin pie. <laughs> just staring at pumpkin pies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the DA said that uh, the only thing that children were allowed to do in their room when they were chained up was to write in journals and they recovered the journals God. hundreds of journals Ugh. and they're coming through them exhausting i bet you these journals make the anne frank diary look like an archie comic <laughs> yeah you know yeah god i don't even know are they gonna publish can you make a graphic novel out of this so angsty they gotta be so <laughs> angsty you know imagine a normal teenage diary and then imagine these god jesus christ haven't showered in eight months yeah Parents had a pumpkin pie on the counter. <laughs> Didn't get to eat it. Fuck them. <laughs> um, one of the older victims actually attended outside classes, which is odd. Louise Turpin would accompany him and wait outside the classroom <laughs> for him. When he finished with class, she would yeah. immediately take him home. This sounds like they should, like, um, like maybe, like, if the, if the Smiths got back together, Morrissey should look at these journals and use them to write new songs. <laughs> uh, I was looking unshowered at a pumpkin pie, and heaven knows I'm miserable now. You know? I bet That's you Nick Cave. I bet you Nick yeah. like, when I look for inspiration, yeah. I go to the journals of these abused children. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, dude, what the fuck? This kid was going to outside classes. Didn't anybody in the class be like, someone smells like garbage mm. and shit right yeah. here. Somebody in the vicinity. I think it's the weird Christian yeah. kid. What's up with fucking pig pen over yeah, here? I mean, you know? No one said anything. <laughs> right. like, where yeah. were these classes? Right. I don't get it. God. All right. And then she would just wait outside like a fucking weirdo to take him home. Hmm. Get this. The children are not allowed to have toys. Although many toys were found in the house. They're all in their original packaging, never opened. Hmm. So these parents would go out and buy toys yeah. for their kids and pies, but not let them eat the pies or touch the toys. You can I, only play, <laughs> the only toy you can play with is the surplus Phantom Menace Jar Jar Binks figures. That's it. <laughs> the only ones you're allowed to play with. Yeah. I bet you that's all it was. Yeah. I bet you it was just like it. boxes and boxes of Jar Jar toys. Um, the family would sleep all day and be up all night, typically, go, typically going to sleep around 4 or 5 a.m. Mm. And this guy, dude, this guy worked at a regular job. Okay. Although I got to say, I mean, I work at a company that has, I don't know, we probably have a couple hundred engineers. There are some weird ones. I think engineers just, I mean, I'm not saying all engineers, believe me, don't get me wrong. Engineers make a lot of money. There's a lot of normal engineers. But there are some developers 
that never speak to anybody. Yeah. That sit there with their headphones on, staring at their computers that are like inverted, the monitors, so it's like rectangular, and mm. it's just numbers on the screen, and that's yeah. all they look at all day and never speak yeah. to anybody. Sure. I mean, that's the thing. I bet you, like, you know, this guy's like, well, he's got a brilliant mind for, for you know, mathematics, but he's a fucking weirdo with a Prince Valiant haircut. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that this guy had a normal job. So the 17-year-old... <laughs> he smells like decaying children. Isn't that weird? <laughs> kind of weird. The 17-year-old worked on an escape plan for more than two years with her siblings. <laughs> I guess another sibling tried to escape with her, but that sibling became afraid and returned to the home because she was scared of that outside world. Let me, let me just interject <laughs> a homeschooled escape plan. <laughs> not exactly fucking steve mcqueen in the great escape here you know <laughs> it's like the shawshank redemption yeah. or something he described her escape as a testament of human will and the will to survive yeah once we heard that already mm-hmm. um three three victims were discovered chained up by authorities when they showed up and then you could the, bet there was no math involved in this escape plan <laughs> the turpins managed to get two victims unchanged before deputies entered you know they're sitting there like god damn it get the keys yeah they're yeah. coming in here um a 22 year old remained chained to the bed when officials came inside all the victims except for the toddlers were toddler was severely uh, malnourished adding that the eldest victim the eldest victim here is a 29 year old woman weighed only 82 pounds 30-year-old woman just weighed 82 pounds. She was one of the pounds. daughters or she was just a she random the, She woman. was the oldest kid. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Another That's child, the, a 12-year-old, yeah. was the weight of like a 7-year-old. See, the, the craziest thing about this is if you're 29, you still need, you're still in chains. The whole point of having a fucking stupid whatever the fuck these people do. Like, who's that guy? Castro? Ariel Castro? Oh, yeah, Ariel Castro. At first, you put him in chains. And then after, I don't know, three years, the chains are in their mind and you don't need actual chains. And they're your like slave. And they, yeah, yeah. they, you know, they imprison the other ones. And right. they're kind of the warden for the, for the other ones. So these people are idiots, really, when you think Not about it. Not good at the whole cult the philosophy, yeah. you know? Real dumb. The mind control thing. <laughs> the funniest part about this is when they, the deputies did finally arrive, mm. they walked in and Louise Turpin, the mother, was totally perplexed. Like, why are you here? What, what's wrong? And it's like, mm. there's kids being like shackled to beds. Had no idea. Like, mm. it was completely, completely perplexed that there'd be cops in her house. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Turpins have each been charged with 12 counts of torture, 12 counts of false imprisonment, 7 counts of child abuse, and uh, 7 counts of abuse of a dependent adult. Uh, David Turpin, Prince Valiant, a haircut over here, was yeah. charged with one count of lewd act on a child under the age of 14. Hmm. By force, fear, or duress. They pleaded not guilty. Um, the torture charges are the most horrific here. Causing them pain, causing them suffering over a long period of time. Okay. That's the dramatic district attorney said that. Hmm. I, I don't even see why this guy needs to lay it on that thick. It's like, yeah. all you got to do is show a bunch of kids. This is where they took a shit. And it's like a fucking bucket next to their bed. Where they're shackled. I imagine any jury would be like, all right, send them away for... Actually, give them the chair right now. We want to watch. The cruelty here that has been seen is Brobdenagian in nature. You know, like, dude, <laughs> tone it fucking down. Jesus. What I don't understand about these these instances or these occurrences, like Ariel Castro, mm. that was in the middle of the ghetto. Yeah. No one probably... I mean, it's like he boarded up the windows of his home. Mm. It, it doesn't look... 
you know, un- unnatural for the neighborhood. Like, I wouldn't look at that and be like, oh, that's that's odd that that home's all boarded up. Yeah. Whereas th- these people live like in, you know, Riverside, not even that far from here. Didn't the neighbors think it was a little odd that there's 13 kids in this house that you've never seen? Not even once. Yeah. I mean, would you pick that up? Like, I wasn't all that attuned to the goings on of my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But I would know if I lived next to like, you know, that's the house you don't trick or treat at. Because they're fucking weird Christians. Yeah. And they homeschool their kids. Oh, really? How many kids do they have? I have no idea because we've never seen them out of the house. Okay. Like, I, I just don't get how this happens. Yeah. I mean, it, it had to hey, be going on for years. suburban neighborhoods. People are pretty nosy in general, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's, it's bizarre. Hmm. Especially, I mean, in California, it's like, it's not like, you know, Michigan, you could have a house on three <laughs> acres of land. Yeah. You'd never know your neighbors. But California, you have like, what, 10 feet to the next house? Right. I'm surprised no one would have heard anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Torture house right there. Anyway, what do you have here for the second story? These are the people in your neighborhood. <laughs> in your neighborhood. All right, so <clears throat> X-rated prank in snow mass leads to fire arson charge. Snowmass, Colorado. Snowmass, Colorado. Yeah. Sounds like a, it's a weird name, you know? Sounds like a place I'd never want to go. Yeah. Sounds cold. Sounds like a sinister kill film title or something, you know? Snowmass. Snowmass. Um, or like a weird, you know, like new metal band on the ice planet Hoth or something, you know, something like that. I, f- I figure it's like a white supremacist fat girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess <laughs> that too, guys. Yeah. So, after his roommate drew phallic symbols on his face while he was passed out last weekend, a Snowmass Village, Colorado man set fire to the garage of the home they shared in retaliation. Wow. Now, that seems rather vindictive. It does, yeah. A little bit of tomfoolery. You don't have to burn their house down. Well, this guy, Stephen Elmore, 25 years old, is facing a felony charge of first-degree arson. And it's someone who's... I've been charged with fifth-degree arson. So you really got to fucking fuck shit up to be charged with first-degree <laughs> first arson. First-degree arson, yeah. yeah. What's fifth-degree arson? That's like if you were like... Just flick a match at somebody? Yeah, yeah. If you like accidentally <laughs> burn down a forest with a magnifying glass, you know? So you pass out with a cigarette? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Um, I think it's just being 12 and lighting a fire. Yeah. That's what it was. So, yeah. Uh, I asked Elnor, Elmore, what started the fire? And he said, it was just like by her drawing penises on my face. A <laughs> uh, police officer wrote in the affidavit. Wait a second. A chick drew penises on his face? Yeah. That's I think, a pretty awesome chick. If you read this, I think multiple people drew penises <laughs> okay. on his face. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people yeah. drew the penises. Yeah. <laughs> but was it instigated by the chick? There was more than one shooter. If you look at the grassy knoll, you could tell that more than one person had to have drawn dicks on his face. You know? <laughs> Not a single, you know? The single drawer theory just doesn't work here. Um, <laughs> I asked Elmore if he was just really pissed off, and he said, Yeah, come on, man. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> How old is this guy? Um... He's 25. He's 25 and he's that upset. I can understand if you're like 16, 
you know, you're in high school, everyone's going to make fun of you because mm. it's, you know, someone's going to post a picture to Facebook. Mm. But you're 25 years old, dude. Just yeah. fucking go wash your face off and be like, fuck, you guys got me, you dicks. Mm. <laughs> the flames reached three to four feet high, discolored the garage ceiling, and appeared to have been fed by shoes and other items stored in the garage, according to the document. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> either, either, you know, there's... Either he lit the fire or, like, the sheer sexual heat caused by all the stored shoes in this garage caused the fire. <laughs> One of those two things. So, whatever you want to believe here. How many dicks were on his face? That's a great question. Is it just one dick going into his mouth? And if you look at a picture of this guy, he looks like... Well, first of all, he looks... Well, first thing that comes to mind, he looks like somebody that calls into our show. Okay? <laughs> wait, wait, Colorado, do you think this is Batman villain? Oh, man, maybe it is. I'm sure that guy's no stranger to having dicks on his face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and he also looks like, the second thing that came to mind is like, if they, if Netflix were to do like a, you know, Nick Nolte mugshot, the early years TV series. <laughs> be, yeah, I mean, look at him. Let me see this guy. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> but I mean, look at that guy. What kind of reputation does he have anyway? A couple of dicks on his face, yeah. who cares? Who gives a shit? Yeah, he was real upset about it. <laughs> so the residents had managed to extinguish the fire themselves before firefighters arrived, and the damage was kept to a three-by-three-foot section of the garage. That's nothing. So just failure all around so, here. So did the, girl, did the girl that drew the dicks call the cops? On many like, sides. <laughs> um... Well, I'm getting into that. Right. Who called the cops? A lot of, you know. Um, five people were at the residence at the time emergency officials arrived. One of them, a 31-year-old man, told police he'd been drinking earlier in the evening upstairs at the residence with a group that included Elmore and another man. At some point, Elmore began yelling at the 31-year-old man and shoved him, accusing him of drawing dicks on his face. <laughs> <laughs> The man shoved Elmore back while the other man attempted to break them apart. Okay, so yeah. some guy was like, it's fine, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's just a yeah. couple dicks on your face. Yeah. A 37-year-old woman who identified herself as the homeowner reported to police that she told Elmore at that time that she drew balls on his face. <laughs> yeah, well, but, balls aren't that I bad. I didn't draw the dicks. I just drew the balls. So wait, somebody yeah. else was like, oh, you got to have a wiener on that. Yeah, you yeah. can't just have a couple you of balls on balls. your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, on his face with a marker while he was passed out in the living room. At that point, Elmore went downstairs to his room next to the garage he lives next to the garage. And 10 minutes later, they all smelled smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so he was lighting his own room on fire? No, he lived next to the garage, but he went out. He's like... Oh, he lived next he, to yeah, the garage. He got up and went to his room and then must have seen himself in the mirror and be like, they drew fucking... Did they draw fucking dicks on my face? Fuck, I'm going to burn the whole fucking house down. These fuckers. He probably would have been fine if it was just balls. Yeah. Like, if there were balls on his face, he'd have been like, well, those guys got me. But mm. the dicks put him over the edge. Yeah. That was uh, one pube too far there, I think. So, um... <clears throat> Yeah, so after discovering the fire, the man who broke up the fight found Elmore lying in bed and kicked him out of the house. Oh, he got booted? Yeah. yeah. Elmore was not present at the home when police arrived, though he walked up not long after wearing only socks on his feet. 
Did he still have the dicks on his face? That's a great question. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> that'd be easy, yeah. to, you know, easy to find him. Elmore you know, stumbled yeah. as he walked, had slurred speech, and smelled of alcohol. Hmm. Yeah. So, I wonder if he burned his shoes. That was one of the things he used to, like, kindle the fire. That's why he was not wearing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so for for a three by three area that didn't even really cause all that much damage, you got first degree arson. Yeah, that sucks. Well, I think it was just the stupidity of it of it all. You know, Elmore initially denied setting the fire, then attempted to change tactics with the officers. Oh, he's a brilliant tactician. Yeah, yeah. This guy. <laughs> Saying this guy employed tactics is being very generous. You no, know, he kind of looks like Booger yeah. from Revenge of the Nerds. A little bit, yeah. He, he looks does. like Booger, actually. Yeah. yeah. But Brilliant like, tactician. Yeah. <laughs> um, Elmore told me, the cop said, can't you just work with me, bro? I was thinking irrationally. <laughs> Later in the interview, Elmore said, I had no intention of burning down the house or anything. If we could just put this in the past, I would really appreciate it. I, I just don't understand. I guess this yeah. guy was drunk. He wasn't thinking clearly. But yeah. why why not just go upstairs to the homeowner's bathroom and upper deck her or something? Mm. You know? That would be better. Yeah. It's not going to... I mean, what are they going to do about that? They're not, she's not even going to find that till a couple of days later. Don't go burn the garage down right next to the room that you, li you live in. God. Yeah. I mean, any prank where people could potentially die, it's a bad prank. Yeah. It's not a good prank. Upper decking just annoys people. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so Elmore again denied setting the fire and said he had no idea how it started. He was then arrested and taken to jail. Hmm. Big surprise there. Uh-huh. Do you ever have that happen? Anyone ever draw, draw dicks on your face when you passed no. out? No. Hmm. You've, you've never passed truck, out around my sister. I don't truck with that kind of crew, <laughs> D. You know? That never happened to you in high school? No. You ever, God. I don't. And, you know? Our, you know, and also, I'm very, generally, I'm typically pretty in control when i'm dr uh, using drugs I, i've talked about That's it on, on the show but, when yeah. i when i was in uh i think it was my junior year of high school or whatever i got like some i passed out i probably woke up covered in swastikas mm. and had to go home is yeah. extremely embarrassing um but i remember at parties like i would i would watch myself at parties in bay city michigan because there's a lot of weird latent homosexuality going on there mm. a lot of weird people that have very twisted senses of humor and so I wouldn't drink to the point where I was getting inebriated and passing out at, at someone's house because you would get fucked with. Yeah. But they wouldn't just draw dicks on your face. They would stick real dicks mm. like or balls like mm. on your head and then take pictures of it. Okay. like There's pictures floating about of, of probably lots of guys I went to high school with drunk with just balls on their head and everybody laughing. Yeah, yeah, sure. And this was before cell phones. Now yeah. I couldn't even imagine what they're doing. Right. It was just like, yeah, people would put like dicks in their mouth or mm. balls on their heads. I can't even tell you how many times I saw John Steele do shit like that. Okay. So yeah, like the fact that this is what puts this guy over the edge, a couple like someone takes a Sharpie and puts a dick in balls on his face. Everybody's so <laughs> sensitive nowadays, you know? God. They're so sensitive. Oh. It's like a rite of passage, yeah. you know? Jesus. Big deal. All right. Jesus. Oh my God. Anyway, people, send your story to Podcast at ahamath.com. We have phone calls coming up next. Remember, you can call the Sigurong hotline, 323-522-4032. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, 
free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, 323-522-4032 is the drunk dial line number. Uh, you don't have to be drunk, per se, to call the number, but it helps. Helps summon up that courage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first call we got, uh, we got from is from a celebrity, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Yeah. Hello, Sutton Rong. This is Dr. Sanjay Gupta. So, I enjoy your show and it's great and all that bullshit, but let's get over that bullshit, okay? All right. So, I was reading this article today about how Aziz Ansari, a good cousin of mine, said some, or he didn't say anything, but I read the article, okay? Mm-hmm. And the article said that... He- yeah. Aziz Ansari is related to Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty. That's pretty amazing. I, I just love how it's like, yeah. yeah, all Indian guys are somewhat related, right? You know, yeah, aren't that many of them? Yeah, so you know, <laughs> they're all related. Few. Yeah, so okay, I guess it stands stands to reason that Aziz Ansari and Sanjay Gupta are yeah. related. He had a sexual assault with some bimbo who's like twenty three. This nigga is like twenty four, okay, or thirty four. I'm sorry, thirty four, thirty five, something like that, and. It said that he sexually assaulted her. <laughs> then I actually read the article, and all it was is some bitch who was on a date with him, and she didn't tell him no, but she told him, oh, let's slow down. And, you know, she sucked his dick, like, twice, but, you know, she never said no, and then he kept, like, thinking, okay, well, maybe she wants to, like, suck my dick or something, or, like, maybe she wants to fuck around. It was the first date. So this bitch goes on to tell Dr. Sanjay Gupta, sorry, I'm even sorry, I keep thinking of myself, because I've done this before. Like, you know, you think she's just a whore, and you just want to bang her, and she kind of acts like a whore, like she sucks your dick twice, she lets you eat her pussy, and then she says, he shouldn't be telling this story at the Women's March. No. Yeah, if he was no. telling this story yeah. at the Women's March. Um, it, it's funny. That Somebody ta- would angrily explain irony to him. Definitely. <laughs> that would definitely happen. This, this was a mm. big news story, actually, this mm. week. And a lot of people, very divisive. Yeah. Very divisive. So he's referring to an article that came mm. out in Babe.net about yeah. a, it's like a horrible date with a season sorry. Mm. And some woman who was anonymously referred to as Grace... Yeah. Wrote, wrote about her sexual exper- unfortunate sexual encounter mm. with Aziz Ansari. And then there was a backlash against a Huge backlash. Yeah. And so a lot of people were either Team Aziz or Team Grace. And apparently Sanjay Gupta over mm. here mm. is definitely Team Aziz. I'm Team none of them because they're both <laughs> stupid, you know? Uh, did you see that anchor who was like, who came out against the the girl? Well, she, and was the writer. Aziz, yeah. she was Team Aziz. She's from like, HLN. <clears throat> yeah, I, think, she, I don't even know what HLN is. It's headline news from CNN. I had to look it oh. up. I didn't know that either. Is it a sub network of CNN or is it a show? It's a here? sub. I think it's a. I think it's a sub network of Jesus. CNN. Yeah. Yeah, because she's like she's like what he deserved was a case of blue balls, not a Hollywood black ball. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> you know, like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then did the like, writer amazing. of the the yeah. piece in in babe.net wrote yeah. back to her and was like yeah that's because you're a second wave feminist has been with shitty highlights yeah. or something. your highlights are rubbish girl <laughs> snap snap you know and like Dear God, man! Yeah, you know? no, it was it was pretty yeah. silly. Like the 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 whole well, thing was kind of silly. Look, I mean, I went to business school. You know, I know a lot of like I've known a lot of like first generation Indian guys. You know, like their parents came here from India. They're the first generation of their family. They're pretty scummy. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're pretty scummy. That is not racist at all, dudes. You know what I mean? They're what, like, what do you think Sanjay Gupta is going to say about that? He might be a little upset, but I mean, look, he can't deny it. You know, <laughs> what's he going to do tonight? Like, they're pretty sleazy dudes, you know, like, let's be honest. And they don't understand the nuances of like, probably, don't, you know, it was the sexual assault. It didn't sound like it, but they don't understand the, the nuances of like, I don't know if she starts kind of crying, just be like, you know what? Let's call the night off for now. Yeah, maybe we should call it quits because yeah, she's don't be sobbing. Like, don't be like, what? You're crying? Oh, let's just chill. Let's just chill over here. What? You know, and then he's like starts pawing at her again. Well, you know, I, like, I just, think, just call the night off. It's a, to, to write it off. You dude. know, I, I you know? think that article was very self-serving. I think mm. it was written by Babe.net, which yeah. is before this, mm. you know, an unheard of website. Mm. They sought out this girl, Grace, mm -hmm. to get her story to publish this article about a very, you know, uh, famous celebrity. And so, but by doing so, they, you know, they got a lot of exposure for their mm -hmm. site and all this. But the fact of the matter is, to lump this together with the, the Me Too, Harvey Weinstein thing doesn't even fit. In fact, I think it kind of hurts the point of that movement because this was an unfortunate, I mean, yes, this should be mm -hmm. discussed. Because, I mean, the, the topic of, a, you know, an unfortunate sexual encounter where the girl's not articulating mm. what she wants properly and the guy's being a pushy, coercive prick. Mm. We should probably talk about this. Cause, mm. I mean, you could totally see what's happened. Like, you know, Aziz Ansari, you know, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Seems like a nice dude. He's a celebrity. He probably, you know, he probably is just kind of a clueless frat boy type of guy when it comes to this. Mm. He meets a girl who's sort of like, you know, was really into him, throws herself at him at a party, and he's like, oh, I'm going to take this girl out. My usual technique, take her out. The claw. Go, yeah, don't yeah. like take yeah. her out. Go have some food. You know, then go back to my house. Next thing you know, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he probably has this formula. Yeah. And so he brings her back, and I bet you it works nine times out of ten it works. Right. This girl, yeah, you know, I mean, she w wasn't that into it, but she's riding along with it. She didn't say no. At any point, I think she could have been like, "No, I'm not interested," and then he'd have called her an Uber or whatever. I don't think he mm. would. Have, I don't. I don't think he would have. He doesn't seem like the rapist type, and it didn't even sound like there was any forcing. It sounded very Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, it yeah. sounded a little rapey. Yeah. It wasn't rape, but it sounded a little rapey. Yeah, I mean, you know? he was really like, "Come on, come on! I know mm. you want it. Come on, it'll be mm. fun. It'll mm. be fun. Mm. Have some come wine. Yeah, we'll hang yeah. out. Come treat on, yourself, you know, you know, I, yeah. yeah, treat yourself. Mm. Like I could see him doing shit like that, yeah, and yeah. It, and and just being pushy about it until eventually she's like, you know what? I'm just gonna fuck you so you can shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. But what what happens? She ends up like sucking his dick, and she's like, I'm not, I'm not into it. Mm. And then what? They like watch Seinfeld or something. Yeah, and then he started, and then the next yeah. day. He even texted her, he was like, hey, had a lot of fun last night. Let's hang out again. Yeah. And then she was like, I didn't have fun. Yeah. It was an awful experience. And then he responded. He was like, I had no idea. I'm so sorry. Yeah, which I think was sincere. I don't, I don't think he was being like a dick about it. I think he but had no is, fucking clue. Here's the thing. He's a position himself as the eponymous nice guy. 
you know? And when well, you that, do that, yeah. you got to be fucking careful about how you do this shit. Because here's the thing. If you're a guy, if you're an Aziz Ansari or a James Franco or what have you, you know, and you're going to fuck your fans, because I guess, why wouldn't you? You get, you know, generally you should try to maybe fuck them on the second date. You know, <laughs> not the first night, not the first day, just to be totally clear that everybody's on the same page. You know, it's it's you got to be careful about this shit. But nowadays, it's hard you know? to fathom yeah. the type of ass that those guys get. Mm-hmm. Like Franco could probably go to any bar club in Hollywood mm-hmm. and have women coming up to him wanting to have sex with him that night. He probably could have sex with women in the bathroom. You and I can't. Right. You know, it doesn't happen. With, mm-hmm. well, definitely not with me. So, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe. But the thing is, is that when these fans try to fuck you, sometimes they expect stuff, you know? Well, and, that, and that's, yeah. I think, that's where you have to be careful mm. and realize what it is that you're doing. And so with, with the season, sorry, you know, that I, I don't think this is going to have any negative repercussions on his career, but it's pretty fucking embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> you know, I mean, now yeah. it's... And a lot of people came to his aid. There's, you know, a lot of people were split on it. Mm. But in the end, I find it funny how many dudes were just like, you know, quick to come out and mm. just condemn this girl mm. for everything. And it's kind of interesting how, like, I didn't think this would be the thing that broke the Me Too movement, <laughs> but it kind of is. Well, you know? and you got to say, I mean, it's like, keep mm. having articles like this of like, mm. what you consider to be sexual assault. I mean, it's, it's like, doesn't compare to what Harvey Weinstein was doing. Mm. You know, Weinstein was actually raping women. Yeah. Like, was he's and sorry, he's just annoying women. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's scummy. Yeah, you know, it's scummy it's and it's kind of gross, but yeah. it's like, yeah. But at the same time, I wouldn't say he's a Weinstein type of right. guy. But if like, you know, Artie Lang did this and some girl published a thing about it, everyone would be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, that's, sure. that, that's par you know? for the course. So that's expected. But it's because you know? it's him, you know? Yeah. Well, you can't and, get away and with that kind of shit. He was also at the Golden Globes wearing like mm-hmm. Time's Up pins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Come you know, on, dude. Yeah, yeah, me too. So yeah. anyway, what, what does Sanjay have to say here? Oh, I think we should take it slow. So I guess Aziz Ansari, probably call him Cousin Aziz, like, you know, kept moving, trying to get in her panties. And then she decided, okay, well, you know what, I don't like this guy, so I'm going to go home. But she never said no to any of his advances advances until she left, she left. Then she goes to a fucking magazine and tells them she, he acts like... Well, even if they don't say no, when you see tears, you should probably... Interpret that was as she a no. crying? I'm sure she. I, th- was I don't recall point. it saying she's crying. Sounds I think like she was it. just uncomfortable, yeah. and she was like, "Nah, I don't want to do this." Yeah. And she kept saying he he didn't interpret my nonverbal cues. Mm. It's like why not then give a verbal cue? Why not say, "Hey, dude, I'm done. I'm going home." Sounds like you're blaming the victim. I, I'm not blaming like, the victim, but sounds like. I need to call up a few women and have them explain irony to you, D. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> all all I'm saying is comics. that there is a miscommunication okay. happening all over the place for this story. Okay. But the onus is on fucking him. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, the he's onus just like, is on fucking well, him. What I don't get is he's how on can the, you he's be in the so, position of power. What I don't so. understand, though, too, is like how clueless do you have to be? Yeah. I mean, any guy can tell like if a girl's into it or not. Yeah. I mean, she's going to be, like, initiating a lot of stuff. She's going to be into it. She's going to want to... It's like the fact that this girl obviously did not want to have sex with you. It's like, just stop pushing it then. The thing I, the thing I, that, that kind of puzzles me a little bit about it is, like, you know, I, a lot of women I've dated in, in my time have had the, the, the third date rule, 
you know? Oh, yeah. Where it's like they won't fuck you it's still on Uh, the the third date. Which I never used to understand because I I, I always thought it was related to antiquated ideas of, of, you know, women not being sluts and whatever, you know, women not enjoying sex and whatnot. But it's like now that I look back on it, it makes sense to try to avoid shit like that, you know, to avoid things like what happened in this case, you know? Um, But... You know, these are chicks where it was like we were on a first date. At the end of the date, we're like making out. It's real hot and heavy. And I'm like, hey, you want to go home with me? Yeah. And they're like, no, I got to wait till the third date. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. But it's like. But it, but did you stop they at know, that point? They know that if they're coming home with me, sex is most likely the thing that well, will happen. And that's right? what I'm saying to Aziz's defense. They're at, a, they're at a restaurant. They're having wine. He's like, hey, you want to go back to my I mean, place? I know she's only 23, but. I don't know. Was she raised in the fucking Prince Valiant, yeah, you know, sex dungeon house or something? She the article I read, she was yeah. just like, yeah, let's go back to your place. They got back to his place, drank more wine. Then she jumped up the, on the counter mm. and like pulled her skirt down so he could eat her out on the counter. I don't think she pulled it down. Yeah, I heard she like they got into I, it. I don't remember that. I don't remember reading that, D. I, they had uh-huh. oral sex on the counter. Yeah, I don't think she was like, I fucking mi- eat me out, you know? I, you know, you don't know because it sounded it sounded like what happened is that he ate her out for like three seconds to justify her him asking her to suck his dick. It, that's what it sounded like. Maybe, what but then again, you didn't hear you know? his account of the tales. I don't know. I mean, who who knows what might have, might have happened? All I'm Fuck saying his is, account. But, I don't give a shit. Yeah, but all I'm saying though is, yeah. if usually I'm if angry a, at everyone. But if a girl's willing to come back to your place and uh-huh. it's like late at night, yeah. And you've just went out and party. It's been fun. You've been making out, whatever. And she's like, let's go back to your place. I would think, yeah, there's probably a 90% chance we're going to fuck. Hmm. That's why she's coming back to my place. I would be like, and then if we got to my house and she's like, oh, I didn't know we were going to have sex. And then like, I'd be like, all right. I'd be cool. like, okay, but also you're weird. Yeah. You know, like, that, exactly, why? Exactly. You know, would but yeah. I wouldn't say that. Like, right. that's the thing. I guess the difference between me and Aziz and Sorry right. is I wouldn't be like, come on. Why would you come back here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would be like, all right, yeah. well, let's hang out mm. and watch TV or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'd be fine with that, yeah. but I, I would think, though, mm. in my mind, like, mm. this is odd, because mm. usually girls would want to come back to my place at two in the morning after the bar's closed and after we've been making out all night <laughs> to have sex. But yeah. hey, if you don't want to, that's totally cool. You know, but I've whatever. definitely been like, oh, you don't want to have sex, that's fine, but can you sleep in the bed with me because I'm so <laughs> starved for human intimacy that I'm about to fucking put a gun to my head. I've definitely said that. At different times. You well, know? That, that's, that's almost worse than Aziz and Sorry. Is it, is it worse? Yeah, because you're making her feel bad. Now she's like, oh my God, this guy's going to commit suicide if I don't suck I'm star- Well, I don't threaten suicide. You manipulator. But, uh, sometimes I'm You're starved. like fucking Charles Manson. I'm starved for human intimacy sometimes. <laughs> I am like Charles Manson. I just want to cuddle. Look, I recorded with the Beach Boys. It's fine. Actually, he assaulted her. And because she felt bad about it afterwards, he is pretty much a rapist. And then she goes to the magazine and people all over the world think she's a fucking rapist. This is fucking bullshit. I am all for the liberal agenda and fucking women's rights and all that bullshit. Yes, sounds like it. <laughs> but isn't this a little, little bit ridiculous? Tell me what you think. Because maybe I am missing something. I feel like this is absolute bullcrap and Aziz is totally in the right. I, mean, I feel like I've told you what I think, yeah, and my yeah. opinion on the matter is fairly confusing to everyone. <laughs> it's you know, confusing to me. I wouldn't say so. Aziz is totally in the right. Uh-huh. I would say he he's not a rapist. 
He's not well, at least in this instance. I, I mean, as far as far as in regards to this story, he's not a rapist. He's Pepe Le Pew esque. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think it's like maybe yeah. you should learn to be a little more. If you're a famous dude, yeah. you know, like be fucking. Come on. You know? I mean, also, I generally always try to come. I'm very concerned with always coming off as a likable and sympathetic figure. And I try to apply that to most things. But at the know? same time, I can kind of understand the other side of the issue, too, is that, you know, they're, they're out with this girl. She's super into him. They're making out. They're partying. She's like, yeah, let's go back to your place. I would also think sex is probably on the table. You know, this is on the agenda, I imagine. Yeah. So I can kind of see that as well. It's one thing. To be like, oh, I'm sorry, I keep trying to advance on you, but you want to go home and you don't want this. And then you decide, well, let me just go to a magazine and tell them that I raped this guy or sexually assaulted him. And have millions of people in the world think he raped her. And now all of us fucking motherfuckers that are from the Middle East look bad. I think this is bullshit. And fuck that bitch. And I'm not a huge fan. Right, ah, well, he comes. He calls back with a part, part two. two. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the thing that's weird is that it. What it actually sounds like, it sounds like when she went home with him, she was probably gonna fuck him, and then when when he was doing his the claw move, did you read about that? What's the Where claw he, move? Where he put his fingers in a V motion and he'd stick her fi- his fingers down her throat, and then he'd stick his fingers in her pussy, and he just kept doing that over and over and over again. What? Yeah. The Did claw you read move? that? I didn't they, see they the, claw the claw move. Yeah. They, he, they call it in the article the claw. And pr- that probably turned <laughs> Is her that off. a move? Does he call it the claw? Or did no, they call he doesn't it the claw? call it the claw. Why would he call it the claw? I don't D? know. Maybe Come it's on. just like, a, you know, it's Jesus. the Indian claw that I do. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. The Jew I've never claw. heard that. <laughs> the Jew claw. Yeah. The Jew claw would be me reaching into her purse yeah, and taking yeah, out like yeah. 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get my money back for dinner because she's not having sex with me. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's the that's juke claw. claw. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but no, it sounded like he his whole technique was just gross and fucking disgusting. And she's like, ugh. I think that's, that's pro- actually what it sounded like. It sounded like she probably was going to have sex with him, but his whole shit was just skeevy. I, I think you know? what it was, yeah. his game is so bad. Yeah. Like, I think they ended up going back. And this is why it's so embarrassing for him now. Then I'm going back to his place. And yeah, he probably is a shitty kisser. Probably mm. didn't give a shit about how she feels about this sexual mm. experience. You know, very one-sided. And next thing you know, she's like, eh, Repeatedly shoving it. his little fingers yeah. down her throat and then, up and then over and, and over again. Yeah, That's fucking not sexy. nasty. Yeah. That's real nasty, man. Uh, not even, yeah, not into that. Ugh. Okay. Well, here's part two. Target. Group target. Anyway. It's one thing to say somebody raped me, you know, but it makes the whole Me Too movement and shit look like bullshit. Like, oh, yeah, I... I don't know if anyone actually said that he raped her. No, she said it was a sexual assault. Is that what she said? Yeah. Is that what what she actually said, That's what it said. It was like she was... She felt that she was sexually assaulted, and that's why the the piece was published. Okay. I went on a date with Kai, and I didn't tell him I didn't want to, and I didn't say no, but I told him through other signs that I didn't want to have sex, through non-verbal signs. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. Like, if some bitch tells me I don't want to fuck with you, then you know what I do? And if I think she's just some whore who wants to sleep with me, then you know what I tell her? I tell her, you know what? I am not interested. And I just go the home and get my squishy on your head? Like, leave, okay? <laughs> this motherfucker actually got her a ride 
and then apologized to her the next day once she told him what a prince he got her a ride <laughs> that's amazing but wow but, but he did the next day had no idea that mm. what he did was wrong right or just or weird mm. you know or made her uncomfortable completely clueless you know that's what i the think problem yeah i think that's the problem but i think that's also something that happens when all of your dreams come true when you're in your late 20s and you're entitled and you're just yeah. like i'm above the law i can do what i want you well, know i mean you know the fact of the matter is and you're just the guy you're is, tone deaf to the to what other people like and want and the guy feel, is famous you know? and yeah. i'm sure there is a sense of it i mean dude think about yeah. like tommy lee mm. how many fingers did he shove down throats right you know i mean tommy lee mm. it's like this sense of entitlement when you're mm. famous like that and sure this girl's probably mm. You know, a bit of a star fucker herself. Mm. You know, she's like, I'm, I'm going to go out with this season. Sorry, I could tell my friends, blah, blah, blah. And mm. yeah, it turns into an unfortunate sexual situation in which he didn't interpret her cues and mm. she didn't articulate it well enough. One thing I remember in the articles is it was like, she was like trying to figure out an outfit because he said that it was uh, cocktail chic was the dress code of the restaurant. <laughs> and then she wore jeans and a tank top. And I'm like, cocktail chic means you wear a fucking cocktail dress. What's your problem? That was my concern <laughs> with the whole chic. thing. Cocktail chic. Would you chic. been like, wear some fucking sleeves next time, yeah. Missy? Yeah, like what is going on here? Harrison has standards. How do you not know what a cocktail chic is? You know? How is it? Why is that fucking confusing? Google it, for fuck's sake. Anyway, here's the rest of this never-ending call. I wasn't appreciative of your advances. Bitch, you're on a date with me, and you're sucking my dick twice on the first date. Okay, like, I guess I don't date anymore, <laughs> but I thought sexual assault Shocking. was something where somebody did something that was, you know, unwanted, and the person who said, who was assaulted said no, maybe at least once, you know, so let me get on, on this, you know, give me your advice. Is this sexual assault, or are you, like, liberals who are, like, super liberal fucking Nazis? like against this because then i will just tell every bitch i meet hey do you want to have sex or not yes okay great you know because if i'm sorry i'm thinking next time i meet up with a woman i'm just gonna ask her do you want to have sex or not if you don't then just tell me right now anyway yeah good luck with keep that buddy. Keep it on. <laughs> yeah. i think you need Sanjay a contract group. yeah thank you yeah, I think Dr. Sanjay Gupta needs to draft a contract, yeah. a sex contract. And then both parties have to sign it. It's like mm. being at a doctor. Yes. You have to sign it, have a witness, and then just like, yeah, check off what, you, what you're going to do, what you're willing to do. You know, it's funny, though, because it's like, eh, I do believe that a woman shouldn't have to fucking actually verbally say no. I believe that generally if you're involved in it, there's a lot of like unspoken verbal cues and fucking you know body language that happens in the art of seduction and whatever you should be able to pick up on some of that yeah what some people on like reddit and shit are very upset about is they're like well what about for the neurodivergent among us have you heard this word <laughs> neurodivergent what is that like autistic yeah, like somewhere people, in the autism yeah, spectrum everyone thinks they're fucking autistic now everyone thinks they have asperger's asperger's or whatever because yeah. i'm good at math but i'm not good at talking to people you know um, I, I don't think fucking Aziz Ansari is autistic. I just think he's a selfish celebrity. No, but I'm just saying a lot of people on, kind of on Reddit are like, well, what, if I'm, what if I'm bad at picking up verbal cues, you yes. know? 
Oh, the, the, the. the well, fucking ask her, dude. Yeah. Fuck you. You know, like, don't, then maybe ask, are you mm. comfortable with yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like if you, mm. if you can't interpret it like a normal human being, mm. then maybe you should ask her. So, in answer mm. your question, it's hard enough. I mean, when you do BDSM shit, oh, you know, Jesus, when you try to bring that word. into the equation, which I do, you got to be fucking careful about shit, man. Well, you know, you know, God in damn. answer to your questions, Dr. Grupta, mm. no, I don't think it was sexual assault. I don't. I no. do think it was an unfortunate sexual incident. It wasn't rape. It was rapey, though. It was creepy. It was, it was definitely yeah. rapey. It was rapey. It was creepy. Mm. And it's like, yeah, and I, I, I don't think, I think there were, there were things that could have happened to mm. prevent it. But do I think he's a rapist? No. no. I don't think he should be lumped in with Harvey Weinstein. No. Do I think this hurts the Me Too movement? No, I don't think so either. I don't think it really devalues it either. I think some mm. people are... But I think this is a good story to come out because this is sexual behavior that's probably much more common than Weinstein's rape behavior. Yeah. You know, and yeah. people should look into like, mm. okay, my partner's uncomfortable. Maybe I should slow down. Mm. Maybe we shouldn't have sex. Yeah. Maybe we should wait. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I do think you should be... Yeah. You know, conscientious of that. Yeah, maybe wait longer than a half an hour before yeah. telling you again. You know? Just fucking call it a night. Come dude. on, come on, man. let's do it. Why would yeah. you be here? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Uh-huh. Anyway, mm. we have one more call, and this came in from uh, Skinned Mike. Ah, yes. Good morning, sick and wrong. Um, this is Skinned Mike. I'm still a little bit. Uh, Stoned over. I hope that's close enough to be stoned over. Drunk, being no. drunk for your hotline. I smoked way too much last night. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So I wanted oh, like to call a in a story one of my EMT buddies mm. told me about. Hold on a second. A run he had. Do you get that? Do you get hung over from being stoned? Why are you asking me? I mean, You're the I, one who smokes pot all the time. It's a rhetorical question. Okay. I, I'm just wondering. It's like yeah. I don't smoke all the time, but yeah. I, I, you know, I smoke. I've Every smoked day. a lot Every over day. the years. Yeah. Okay. And I got to say, I don't know if I've, I guess I, you know, I guess I've kind of had a bit of cottage cheese brain the next day, but mm. this dude must have smoked a hell of a lot of weed. I mean, I know when I take a lot of fennel, but I'm pretty hazy the next day. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. Those are pills. Had to make a really long time ago. Basically, there was this uh, old woman who nobody heard from for like three weeks or some shit. Um, so, him and his squad, they go there to her place. They have to break into it. EMT squad in color. <laughs> <laughs> going to break into an old ER. woman's house. No one's heard of it from her. Ah. Yeah, who like, so yeah. Was it, did your neighbor say something? Or is your landlord? Like, how do you know? Somebody hadn't heard like, from her. Like, would you know if someone died next door to you or upstairs? No. Like one of those old, weird Armenian like witch doctors? I think some of those people are actually dead, and they're just still walking around the courtyard somehow. <laughs> I think... <laughs> through voodoo or whatnot. I think the only yeah. way you would know yeah. is if it started smelling like yeah. decomposing flesh. Right. Because I don't think anyone would know. It starts to smell like chitlins, yeah. you know? Then you got to call somebody. And uh, they go upstairs, and they find her in her bedroom sitting on her chamber pot. Now, normally her... I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, did he go back in time? Did the ER team go back yeah. to like the Victorian era when people still use chamber pots? EMT time squad in color. <laughs> yeah, like what yeah. generation you know what? were they in? You know what I think he's talking about? You know how sometimes people are really fucking old and sick and they have those weird like, you know, like toilet. Yeah, what is lid that thing? That, what's it the, called like, though? And it's got like it's got like handles on the side. 
Yeah, my my brother's roommate yeah. had one that he used for ass eating. Okay. <laughs> well, this one has a has a thing in the bottom. It's not just an open fucking toilet lid. Well, the, no, it you like know? that one. I remember it's like a bedpan that you have a, next to your bed, kind of. Yeah, know? I mean, yeah. I, I, no, I, yeah. I know what you're talking about, yeah. but like, I remember my brother's mm. roommate, the weird guy with the parrot tattooed on his back. Mm. He had like this toilet seat chair mm. with like a harness underneath it, so you'd strap your head in. Mm. And just eat ass, I guess, or whatever comes out of the bowels. And I remember being like, I had never seen anything like that before. What? <laughs> whatever comes out of the bowels? I don't know. I mean, what it's, the hell are you talking about? I don't know what it was for. I remember asking my brother, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we made that the other night." And I'm like, "What's it like? This is your gay arts and crafts, or yeah, whatever?" Yeah, it's meth. <laughs> meth it's crafts. Meth crafts. Yeah. <laughs> meth crafts. Of course. I understand that. Family's supposed to come fucking check on her, but the pieces of shit they were, evidently they didn't. They just neglected this poor little old lady for like three weeks, and she'd been sitting on the chamber pot that entire time. Uh, so when my friend died and like Elvis, his- was she also playing the harpsichord? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. His coworkers helped her stand up. Her ass literally ripped from her body and stayed on the chamber pot. Wait a second. She's alive. What? Is she alive? (laughs) (laughs) I think Aziz Ansari would misinterpret her nonverbal cues. Yeah, he would, yeah. (laughs) What are you doing? Still on the chamber pot. What's um, a chamber pot, <laughs> man? What? Crazy. Why'd you come back to my place yeah. with the chamber pot? Um, she's still alive. I thought she was dead. No one had heard from what? her for a while. She's alive? I missed that. I, well, yeah, oh they God. went in. Her family didn't take yeah. care of her, and they lifted her up off of it, and their ass came out. Oh, the skin was still stuck yeah, to the thing. Yeah, the skin was okay. stuck to it. I, I imagine that in a way different Same way. Same with me. Okay, yeah. Like I imagine, I thought she was dead on the chamber. Like she pot. fell off of her own ass, like not just the skin, <laughs> but like the whole ass, just like with the ass came out. Off. Yeah, like fell off of it. You know, yeah. like the like ass a prolapse. Just, her ass, like just, a prolapse. No, no, not the anus, the ass, <laughs> the fucking butt cheeks, man. Like it just couldn't support the weight of the body anymore. So oh, the and body it just slid off, and slid just... off the ass, and the whole ass <laughs> is just, just stuck ass to the... stuck to the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. prolapse. The fuck out of here. Along with all the shit and piss and stuff from the entire oh, time she's been stuck no. there, unable to stand Jesus. up on her own. Oh. Um, she literally had a rotten ass. <laughs> um. Oh my god. Yeah, she did. Some real dark shit there. Oh my god. The fucking just horrible poop jokes. Anyway. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. I hope that helps somebody achieve ejaculation out there. <laughs> Love to all the listeners. Definitely. And to you guys, thanks for continuing to entertain the fuck out of me with this awesome thing you do on a weekly basis. Um, I promise when I'm not broke, I'll start chipping in on the Patreon thing. Um, <laughs> Hooray. Don't worry about it. This story Love you, is good man. enough. Bye, Dad. <laughs> Hail Satan. Wow, Hale Harrison, man, that was yeah. that was gnarly. That was gnarly. My God, God. Mm. Do you think a prolapse rectum is a good nonverbal cue? 
Like maybe we should stop. You know, it's like the pink socks out. It's like yeah. <laughs> maybe we, no more anal mm. sex for you. Even for the neurodivergent among us, <laughs> I think that's a pretty safe uh, symbol. She had a yeah. prolapse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. God, that story is going to haunt me. Ugh. Man. Anyway, people call the Sick Wrong Hotline, 323-522-4032. Best way to support the show, seriously, hands down, the best way to support the show is by, by becoming a Sick and Wrong patron. And I, I'm telling you here, this isn't just a one-way thing. It's not like you're just giving us money and we're taking your money and we're going to buy porn yeah, or drugs. It's not, that's not how it works. It's a two-way thing. Mm. You give us your money, we give you more content, bonus content. We give you like almost an extra 40 minutes a week. Of sick and wrong. And I let you continue to stick your fingers down my throat. <laughs> you can do the, you what's can do called the claw, the claw, the claw. claw move. You can do the claw, you're like, you know. Maybe this is kind of a Jew claw. I'm like reaching mm. in and taking your money via yeah. Patreon. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just the, the Jew claw uh-huh. move. But no, seriously, go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Sign up to become a sick and wrong patron. Mm. And yeah, you'll get like an extra 40 minutes a week. We do an extra patron mm. story. And we do a couple extra phone calls every week. And not to mention all the outtakes, hilarious outtakes. Yeah. They occur here on the show and video content as well. So patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Also, we have sick and wrong merch available at the Redbubble stores. Go to sickwrongpodcast.com slash store. Click on the picture of the Pope and you can buy some sick and wrong merch. The Popo. Pope. Uh, sick and wrong song of the week. This is, uh, this is funny. I forgot about this band. And I was thinking since we we're talking about like Trump being a fat ass girther the girther movement or whatever mm, i was like i should have this guy on so this guy i used to know back in the day because i used to play his music on my old radio show but he was called the misfats he was in a band called the misfats which is the fattest misfits tribute band they're they're a they do misfits co- songs covers of misfits songs but they're about the fat lifestyle i hate these fucking one note <laughs> joke tribute bands you know these guys are great, Max though. Sabbath. They're good. Ugh. They had a I Turned Into a Martian is I Turned Into a Lardass. Um, yeah. They have a Mommy, Can I Go Out and Grill Tonight? And they have this song, uh, 20 Pies, which is their version of the song 20 Eyes. So I'm going to dedicate 20 Pies by the Misfats to Donald Trump and all the girthers out there. Uh, people will be back next week with episode 619. Till then, take a sleazy. Twenty pies in my head. Twenty pies in my head. Twenty pies in my head. They're all the same. They're all the rain. Twenty pies in my head. Twenty pies in my head. Twenty. Just can't slow things down when all those pies Back up in your sign and say all those pies It's an overload Twenty pies in my head Twenty pies in my head Twenty pies in my head They're all the same
just can't slow things down And I wait on me, there's 20 pies that have died Just can't slow things down when I all those pies Backed up in your sign and say, all those pies Teddy Clumps. Peace.